a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Join the cult to the Spoilerverse, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan, that is Mr. Horsley, and today on the show, well, man, Johnny, Source Point Press is killing it. They really, really are. I mean, it is crazy, the, the amazing stuff that we get from these guys, and it's just another awesome book coming out from, from, the, from the amazing team over there at Source Point Press. This time, Jason Douglas came on the show, talked with our man on the street, Casey T. Allen, about his book, Parallel. Yeah, it was. It, I, I, I haven't had a chance to fully read this book. I apologize, Jason. You did send it over to us. I've thumbed through it real quick and kind of give it a quick peruse before the before recording this intro. And if my quick thumb was any indication of the book quality, it looks fantastic. <laughs> you know, I, I know it's a really ominous, like whatever. But it, I, I thumbed through, read a couple of pages, like, oh, I need to read this, but I didn't have time to read it before we recorded. Right. Uh, it, it does look really, really good. Well, I think anything coming out of Source Point, you have to give it a chance. Oh, agreed. They they put out quality stuff. The art's always good. The writing's solid. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, they're not they're they're gonna they're not gonna put out crap. <laughs> no, no, no shit from them. Right, exactly. So, should we just get into this? Yeah, let's just hear. Let's hear uh, Casey and Jason and Jason in his own words. Perfect. everybody welcome again to another episode of spoiler country i am casey allen and today i am truly the man on the street as john and kenrick so very much like to point out i am talking today to author jason douglas and we're gonna talk about his upcoming book parallel coming out from source point press and it right now is in the ordering stage, and I'm not too familiar with that process. I guess uh, Jason can kind of fill us in on it. Uh, Jason, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me on. It's truly an honor. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to have you. And so here's here's the deal. I've already read Parallel. You, you sent me a copy. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And uh, I want people to order this book at their retailers, or I want the retailers to order it so they can sell it. So uh, tell people what I already know. Well, I, you know, I, I love that you, I love that the first thing that you mentioned was, you know, go out and order at your local shop because, you know, SourcePoint Press, who is this great, you know, independent publisher and has grown so much over the years and is, you know, big for small press, but, you know, we're in this industry, right, where, everything seems to be contracting, you know, from the big two and stuff like that. 
and here's SourcePoint Press growing. And the only way that that happens is when you know you support small press books and you support your local comic shop, right? Your brick and mortar shop. I think that's really cool that like you know hand in hand you can do these two really cool things and and hopefully get a story in your hands that you like, but also support local business, right? And support you know creators who are not necessarily part of the you know the huge behemoth part of comics, but like the the people who are making cool stories with great art and um, doing it on a much smaller scale. So I really appreciate that you said that too. Yeah, yeah. And just as as an addendum, um, SourcePoint is doing gangbusters right now. Every book I've read from them, from Gutter Magic to uh, Frank Gogol's uh, Grief and right. uh, Dead End Kids, even the Boston Metaphysical Society, they're, mm-hmm. they're printing that now. Everything I've read from them has been bonkers good. I really respect the hell out of their ability to find talent and to promote that talent. Well, there, there's this get- there's this thing going on with, with the company that I've been talking about this a lot lately, and I really, really believe it. There's there's this thing where it, it's it's such a family. Like, I mean, yes, they're they're finding amazing talent and they're and they're putting great books out there, but like it doesn't happen without without just the way they've come together, right? I mean, we, the, the company started so small and made their bones out on the convention circuit, you know, long before we were even in previews and, uh, you know, the ability to order it everywhere. And they grew, like I said, in a contracting industry because they are such a tight-knit family and the quality of the product and and the way you get it into people's hands and making that connection with fans and then not abandoning the fans, like the next book is just as good, if not better than the last one, is like, um, I think it's really kind of cool and uh, almost unique in the industry these days. And I think that's probably a big part of that success. Yeah, yeah. They, they've really done a great job of cultivating an audience and cultivating their creators and uh, making sure that they have what they need to, to produce a good book kudos to them and and seriously kudos to you because this, this book is killer can you tell oh, people you. a little bit about it oh yeah absolutely so so parallel is my first book and um you know i came to writing comics it's, it's been a lifelong dream of mine and i came in a kind of roundabout way i had been writing plays and i've been a teacher for a long time and and this was uh, thematically appropriate to the book one of these things that just i kind of let slip away and parallel in and of itself is is really a book that I think a lot of people can relate to because our main character Landon is going through, you know, in his age a quarter life crisis where he has he has woken up in his late twenties and all the dreams and aspirations and hopes that he had, you know, for him for music that he had in his early twenties, he's done that thing that so many of us do and it's just kind of faded away and and he's let it go. And there's regret, and he kind of slides into this pretty deep depression, you know, dealing with this stagnant life, dealing with these decisions he made for for comfort, for comfort, for making it to the next paycheck, for getting in a relationship that was good enough for now, and and his life is has kind of stalled. And while a lot of us have gone through that, a lot of us are going through that right now, and a lot of us can relate to that. The kind of dark sci-fi twist that's in parallel is that at his deepest darkest uh, most depressed moment 
he starts hearing voices and he starts seeing visions and it's of another version of himself from this other world where he didn't let those dreams go. And he's being given glimpses of this life that he could have had, had he made different choices. And, uh, parallel kind of asked this question about, um, you know, what would you do for a second chance? Because this other him is offering him a chance to maybe, uh, uh, get that life to grab that life that he thought he let go that he thought was over. And the problem is, you know, you can have this if you just, and, and the just might not be in your best mental and physical best interest in the here and now. Um, it gets pretty dark and it asks some, you know, mental health questions and, and Landon's questioning himself. Is this happening in his head? Is this happening in reality? And he's struggling with that. And it gets, um, it gets pretty rough in spots where, where, you know, I want this. This is something that I've always dreamed of, but you know, the, the price that I'm going to have to pay uh, might not just be worth it. That is, uh, that, that's an intriguing premise. And, uh, I, I, I really think you pulled it off in the book. Oh, thank and, uh, the, the art team behind this book, I, I really appreciated the, the art style. Can you tell us a little bit about your artist and, and, uh, yeah. So, so Adam Ferris, uh, does the art on this book and I like, I, I, I hit gold. I am so lucky to have had Adam, Adam as a partner on this and it was great. So, so not only does Adam do this brilliant thing with this book where I, like, sometimes I, I, I call it like there's some noirish kind of art to it. And I think that even does it a disservice because I mean, there's certainly some panels where you go, Ooh, that looks a bit like that. But he, um, I th- my favorite thing that he does and the thing that amazed me the most is he had this ability to draw that ambiguity, right? I mean, you're, you're reading the words and you're looking at the panels and you're not sure if this is really happening or if this is all in his head, just this is the way Landon is. And you get to make that decision. And Adam has found this way to, you know, translate that visually that just, it just blows me away. And I, I think the other thing that I want to say about Adam that just, I thought was kind of amazing. And this is just like the inside baseball thing for, um, like how the creative process works is. I, I wrote the first half of the book, you know, before I took it to source point and before I met Adam and then this magical thing happened that I've like, you know, you know, being a fan myself for, for years and years and years, you know, kind of had heard, you know, writers always talk about when they get this, this gift of being able to write for an artist. And so when I went back and, and we were teamed up and I wrote the second half of the book, I had already seen what Adam could do. You know, he had done some sample pages and he had done some, um, some character studies. And, uh, and so I got to do this really, really cool thing where I wrote the second half of the book scene by scene with what I knew he could do in mind. And I think it really shows. And, and he, he, he does this thing where, you know, you look at his pages as they are coming in and you know that they're your words you know you wrote that scene. You know you wrote that bit of dialogue or bit of narration or whatever. And then you're looking at it and go, how did how did he make it better? Like, how did he so good that, you know, I'm reading my own page and and getting lost in the story myself? And that's all due to him. He, he's absolutely amazing and breathtaking as an artist. Yeah, he really, really does a great job of pulling the reader in and just um, showing – just showing really intimate moments sometimes and uh 
his his pacing's really good, and I'm oh, sure absolutely. that's not all just the artist. I mean that you you pace it in the script, but good God, I mean it, it's very solid pacing, and I respect anybody who can pull off a, a nine panel page. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, there's, yeah, there's definitely times where, you know, I mean, it's my first script and there were times where, you know, I tried to cram too many panels in there and and we had this really kind of cool collaboration where, you know, he said, well, take a look at this. And he he was great at like walking me through, you know, we collaborated really well. So when there was a page where he found a way to tell the same story in a couple less panels or with something from a different angle than I had originally written in the script, you know, he's one of these people who has such an innate understanding of, of the pacing, as you mentioned, and that part of the storytelling that, you know, nine times out of 10, he always made it better. And I was, you know, I'm extremely grateful for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there, there's nothing, there's no better um, criticism on a script that you can get than from the artist that's actually going to be pulling it off. Oh, for sure. And there, there's so much insight they can give you as, as you're going through the process. And it's really amazing sometimes that, that feeling of collaboration that you get with an artist because you, you see something that is beyond what you could, you know, what you could have ever imagined while you're writing it. Yeah, it's 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 like a true gift where you have you have somebody who does, you know, the the yin to your yang, creating a piece of art, right, creating um, artistically and and they have the ability to take what you did and make it better. Like I, I it, it left me in awe so many times. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's really an, an amazing feeling. And it, it's funny you, you were talking about the character from the comic who's he's a musician and um i i try to write comics as well i I run a group called the comic jam and uh we we do a lot of you know one page comics and the collaboration i get from uh my my friends in the comic jam is the same feeling i get when i was in my early 20s and i was a musician and i would be playing around at different clubs with, with my band, you get that really higher level feeling of uh, accomplishment and, and creativity that it, you're breaking those barriers. It's, it's really an amazing feeling. Well, it's, it's kind of one of the things that I really, really tried to get to the root of in the book. And that's, there is, there is nothing quite like, pursuing your dream uh, whether you get there or not that feeling of of embracing this thing that you want to do that you're meant to do that that you're so invested in, in, in making a reality and you know too many times probably more often than not what we do is we let that fade because there's a bill to pay tomorrow or there's a commitment or there's uh, something that's a little less scary out there. And, and then, you know, what happens is tomorrow becomes next week, becomes next month, becomes next year, becomes a decade later. And it's sometimes too late and, you know, it's sometimes not. And that's what Landon's struggling with. Like he thought it was over. He thought it was too late. And, 
and how there's this offer. But the question is, is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, seems like the, that's the thing about life is it, it's not the the destination as much as it is the journey. Yeah. And uh, so what what's what's the journey right now for this comic? What okay, needs well, to happen? Yeah. So like pre-orders become are so important for indie comics. Right, it's it's kind of a I keep on calling it the lifeblood of it. It's it's what keeps us going. So like right now, parallel, you know, my book is in previews this month, right? And you can walk into any comic shop uh, anywhere and and pre-order it, okay? And all you need, you know, you can say Source Point Press, you can say Parallel, you can say Jason Douglas, but all you really need is that diamond order code, and it's a really easy one this month. It's you know, it's a uh, FEB twenty nineteen eighty three. Nice and easy to remember. Year of Return of the Jedi, right? And, um, you know, you prefer the book. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, it, it's really easy. And, and, and that's kind of the stage we're in right now. And then it's off the printers and it hits shelves on April 29th, right before free comic book day, like the perfect time to go into your shop and pick it up and then get some free comics to go with mine. And uh, and then I'm off on the circuit, right? I'm doing signings in May and I'm uh, I'll be at Motor City Comic Con. I'll be at uh, Traverse City Comic Con. And then, you know, the, the summer is kind of like uh, wherever SourcePoint wants to send me. This convention, that convention, and talking to people and meeting people and signing the book if they want me to. And uh, it's it's kind of been a whirlwind because, you know, comics take a long time to produce. And as a longtime fan, I don't know how aware of that I was. Do you know what I mean? Like, like. I walk in there and it's there and it exists and I was that person. And now I'm on this other side of it saying, Oh yeah, that's a couple year process. And then, and then you hit the, this, uh, this point where you're pushing the book and it can be pre-ordered this month and then it'll be in shops and then you're on the convention and it's all kind of happening at once. So it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a dizzying effect right now, but, um, really exciting as well. That's, that's amazing. And I, I really want to get you back on. In, in a few months, right before the book comes out, oh, so we can that remind would, I, people, hey, I would love this that. Things in uh, stores. Yeah, that would be my pleasure. And I, I, we'll we'll talk about some other things. We'll talk about conventions and and well, you know about this this whole new thing that you're experiencing in comic. I would love before to. before we go local comic book shops. Yes, where do you get yours? So I've got a few. I, I've kind of got this um, a wealth. Uh, of riches around me because I'm in I'm in southeastern Michigan and I've got uh, some of the ones that I hang out with and I've built relationships with. Um, I'll give a shout out to State of Comics and Sanctum Sanctorum in Plymouth. Uh, I've heard about Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, you before. have? Yeah, yeah. They ship worldwide. They've got a name out there. Uh, I love both of those shops. Um, Big Ben's Comic Oasis out in Allen Park is a favorite of mine. My buddy Rich runs A to Z Comics in Garden City, Michigan. And uh, my good friend uh, Todd Lang runs uh, Lang's Cards and Comics up in Muskegon. Those are all places that I that I love. And then you've got some actually pretty famous um, uh, Michigan shops that that I hang out at, and that's uh, Green Brain in Dearborn. And you've got Vault of Midnight, which has got three shops in Michigan and Ann Arbor and Detroit and um, and Grand Rapids. I mean, we're we're really really lucky to have all those shops around, and I'm really lucky that I can. Um, I can say that uh, uh, I've got friends in all of them, and and a lot of them are supporting me. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's kind of really cool when, when you have like small press books, and then 
small time comic shops, right? Local comic shops all kind of pulling together because it's mutually beneficial, but it's also a bit of a family too. So I, I think that's really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Man, you guys have a ton of comic shops around you. We, I, know, have, I know. Isn't it great? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just have a few. And so I, I will defend them with my life. So, <laughs> dude, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Pleasure as You over. guys go out and order Parallel. Get get it done, Jason Douglas. Parallel is amazing. And you're, I, I really liked your letters on that book as well. Who was your letterer again? So Justin Birch, he does a lot of letters for SourcePoint. Source He's awesome. He actually let me um, get a sneak peek at the process. He let, let me watch him uh, letter a couple of pages. It was just kind of amazing as a fan. So oh, uh, cool. he, he did a fantastic job. Absolutely. You don't understand how important it is to have a good letter until you see the work of a bad letter or you see somebody who – you know, the artist just goes, I'll just letter it. Fuck it. Who cares? You're right. And you're like, oh, no, no, this is a very bad idea. You need somebody who knows what they're doing right now. This looks awful. So, yeah, Justin, Justin did an amazing job. And everything I've seen him do has been solid. So you, you have a good team behind you, man. And Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait to see what else you guys will do in the future. And hopefully we'll be able to talk about that next time. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All right, take it easy, brother. Be safe you, out on the road. Why are you even talking to me on the phone? You're driving. <laughs> I, hey, I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> take it easy, brother. All right, thank you. So, you know, while we paused there, we took a little bit of a break there, longer than normal, because uh, I wanted to go actually read some of this book. Yeah. Since I said I was going to. I didn't want you to call me a liar. <laughs> So I sat and read it real quick and, uh, you know, sat here, drank my, my, my beer and, and read the book. And I, I got to say, man, I, I rather enjoyed it. This tasty sky cracking beer by Fremont Brewery. Dude, if Fremont Brewery wants to sponsor us and just and just sponsor us by just providing us with free beer, <laughs> I am cracking. fully on board with sky cracking, dude. I love, I love this beer. It is a good beer. It is it is a tasty beverage. Yeah. Yeah. So Fremont, if you're listening, we'll take free cases mailed to us and we'll talk about your beer on every show. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I had a solid. It was a solid read. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, Jason was able to come on talk with Casey. Man, I'm I'm loving what we're doing right now. We have a ton of interviews coming out. We have a ton that's already in the bank that you guys can go back and check out. And there's more coming. Uh, we have a lot of people coming out of Source Point Press. Uh, we're not kidding when we say you really need to check this publisher out. They, if your LCS doesn't carry them, then you should really ask them if they can order it for you. Yeah. Don't because, waste time. Yeah, the books that they put out are fire, man. They really are. Yeah, they're quality reads. They tell good, tight stories and good artwork, and it's, it's definitely worth your investment to check, check them out. There you guys go. And don't forget, uh, if you listen to McArdle's interview, yeah, uh, which I believe came out before this one, or is it coming out after? After. It'll be after. Okay. So coming up soon, we have an interview with another SourcePoint guy. Sean McCardle and his book, The Fear of the Tramp. That'll be out here in about a week or two. Yeah, and what I just want to say is this. Uh, if they don't cut, if they don't, if your LCS, your local comic book store, doesn't carry Source Point Press, they always have a table at the cons. Yep, every That's, con. Yeah, every con. So if you're in Washington, go to Emerald City. If you're in Oregon, go to Rose City. If you're in California, of course, you got the big one down there, San Diego. You got New York. You got Baltimore. You got Chicago. They're Orlando. all over the place. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and SourcePoint almost always has a presence there. Yep. And go check out all the books that they offer because they offer a ton of books 
at a fair price and amazing quality and everything that's coming out of them so far, I have loved. If Frank Gogol just won Independent uh, Creator of the Year. Uh, dude, with Dead End Kids, so good. With Dead End Kids, amazing, amazing book. Coming out of Source Point Press. Yeah. And if you do go to their booth and see them, go in and, and tell them that we sent you. Just go up to the booth and say, hey, Spoiler Country said I had to come check you guys out. So here we am to check you guys out. What do I need to buy? That's perfect. Go do that. And with that, we will end this episode. Thank you for coming along with us. Thanks for staying in. And don't forget to open the mind. And more.